welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And joining me this week in the studio is Heather Strait. Hello. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Howdy. Succinct. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. I sure do love the way you say W. W, W, W. If I say it enough times, it loses all meaning. It starts to sound like gibberish. I like when I play the trick. Guess you got to visit Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood. Was it me? No, it's a me. No, it's a you. It's a you. I did. I have yet to even go to that entire park. You should go to that entire park. I would love it's a good it. Park. I have I'm not been to that entire park since 1995. Oof! I was 11 years old in Oof, 1995. <laughs> Me too. We'll talk more about. I was in kindergarten. <laughs> right, we all were. We'll talk more about that park next week. But I wanted to focus just on Super Nintendo World this time because it's um, the latest and the greatest. It is the latest, and it is definitely the greatest. I have lots of warm, fuzzy feelings about it. So let's hop Ooh. into that warp pipe. We're going to explore the Magic Kingdom this week. Oh, warp pipe, like from the game. You mean the yeah. Mushroom Kingdom? That's right, the Mushroom Kingdom. I was being clever. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the Mushroom Kingdom a lot in high school. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> no one Ooh, is surprised really... by that. <laughs> hey, take some shrooms and then hang out with the Rock of Fire pizza explosion. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. right. Street <laughs> that, that would be... Of a trip. So this is the second iteration of Super Mario World, correct? The first one That's opened right. in Japan? That's right. They have uh, Super Nintendo World in Universal Studios Japan that opened about a year ago or so. Yeah. It's very similar. It's a little bit bigger in Japan. There's a couple of things that <laughs> that they don't have in Hollywood. But all the theme parks in Hollywood are a little pressed for space. Everything is just a little bit smaller. Yeah, it's amazing how tiny it looks from the outside. Because and it's cool because the super so Super Nintendo World is in the lower lot at Universal Hollywood. If you've never been, uh, the theme park is built into the side of a mountain. So you mm-hmm. enter up at the top of the mountain, and then to get down to the lower lot where there's attractions like the Mummy and Jurassic World and the new Super Nintendo World, you have to take the longest freaking escalators you've ever experienced. They're crazy cool, though. They're really cool. They're so steep. I realized when I was leaving the land and I looked up 
because I was traveling up how steep these escalators are. It's crazy. And do you take um, a moment to think about what happens if this escalator breaks down and I have to climb? There were some Ooh. crazy people who were opting to take the stairs Ooh. instead of the escalator. We'll and it's, I mean, it is seriously the, there's, there's got to be an elevator. I don't. For so. handy capable people, I'm sure there must, uh, there has to be for ADA compliance, but I don't know where it is. I think maybe it's literally a mountain. I think yeah. what you have to do for that is you have to get down to where the studio tour is, and then they probably take you on a tram down the hill. Oh, I bet uh. you're right. Yeah, I, that would be my guess. But so anyway, you can see from the top of the mountain, you can see the land down below, and it's nestled in the middle. of of where the actual working studio is and it's not huge <laughs> but it, there's so much packed in there so you take these four gigantic escalators down to the bottom of the land or to the bottom lower lot and you see a big green pipe in the middle of these green painted hills that look exactly like something out of a mario yes. game it, and you go through it and there's this lighting effect that looks like you're kind of warping and you find yourself in Princess Peach's castle and you step out and it really is the game. So this is like Galaxy's Edge, like Star Cruiser, like Pandora, like like Diagon Alley mm-hmm. or Hogsmeade. immersive. Super immersive. I'd say it's up there with how Galaxy's Edge could be if you play all of the games that are built in, but we'll get to that in, in a minute. It was a little overwhelming. First time I walked in, just standing there and seeing everything because there's stuff moving all over the place. There's Goombas walking around and there's piranha plants coming up and down out of tubes. Oh, cool. And there's giant, giant coins in the distance that are spinning around like they do in the games. And there's a thwomp that drops down <laughs> these big oh, wow. spiky rocks. And everything is the primary bright colors mm-hmm. and is the music, all the, the familiar music, music's going, I, I assume? It's all the music, the wet floor signs, because I was there in the middle of a atmospheric ah, river the event. atmospheric river. <laughs> the wet floor signs are a banana peel, like what you might get thrown at you in Mario <laughs> Okay, Kart. that's cool. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's amazing. Which, it's important to pay attention to the wet floor signs, because the floor is like painted concrete. It's if you've ever been at a splash pad at your local swimming pool and it gets mm-hmm. really slippery when it's wet. Ooh, yeah. People who are, <laughs> yeah, it does. So anyway, it was definitely a moment of I stepped in and I didn't tear up the way my wife did. I, I was about heard to say, did you cry cried. Kendra cried a little, but she's a much bigger Mario and especially Mario Kart oh, fan man. than I she am. Is. But it was still just a really cool moment. And standing right outside of... Princess Peach's pa- Castle is a great spot for people watching, like just inside the entrance to Diagon Alley is, where you have that magical reveal into the land and just watching people's reaction. Oh, yeah. Their face light up when they walk in. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the, just the kids are so excited and the grownups are so excited and it's amazing. But yeah. You walk in and it's Mario. There's Peach's Castle behind you. There's Bowser's Castle in front of you. And it's misleading at first because you you look at the description of the land and you say there's only one ride, but the entire land, the whole thing's an attraction. There's stuff to do everywhere. Okay. So one of the things that you want to make sure you do is grab the power bands that they have, which are like a 
a magic band, there's a slap bracelet, and you pick a character. There's a Yoshi, there's a Mario, Luigi, Peach. I always forget the other princess, Daisy. Becky. The other, <laughs> yes, Becky. Princess Becky. Princess. And there's a toad, a toad, like the toadstool thing. And that- Are these, that is, is this something you have to purchase? Yes. Okay. You purchase this, there's- Super Nintendo World shops, or you can get it in any of the Universal shops. They also have like an ATM looking almost kiosk inside the land that you can buy them almost like a vending machine. Oh, uh, although that nice wasn't move. open when I was, yeah, that wasn't open when I was there. I think it might have been because of the weather, but they're 40 bucks and this really unlocks the rest of the land for you. So it's like the. Interactive wand only crucial to the land instead of just being an extra. Yeah. And you can enjoy the land without it, but it makes it, a. it goes from being a let's go in and ride Mario Kart to making the whole land into experience and making it into a, you can spend half a day in the land itself mm, cool. if you've got your power band. Once you have the power band, you link it to your Universal Studios app and there's a special section of the app. It's if you're familiar from Disney parks, they have the play park, play Disney app mm-hmm. that has specific to rides and stuff. So there's a section of the universal app for super Nintendo world. You link your band in there and whichever character you chose, it assigns you to that character's team for the day. And everything you do in the land scores you points for the team. There's a leaderboard that you can see how you're doing personally compared to everybody else who's been there today, how your team is doing and they run like every so often there's competition and it doesn't really mean anything other than you helped to contribute to your team winning. And there's also a sticker book that you collect stickers for different achievements that you do. So there's like the question mark blocks. You can go in and you punch the question mark blocks and go the bling <laughs> and you rack up coins that you collect and those transfer to points that are connected to your power band. You can find hidden Mario symbols that make pictures of characters light up on the walls. You have to search for all of the hidden characters around the land. There's a series of these games around the land that you have to defeat enemies from the various games. So, like, for example, there's one where there's a, a Goomba running on a hill, and you have to spin this, spin the wheel really fast to try to knock the Goomba down. And if he falls down, then you unlock the key. There's another game where there's a shell that slides back and forth and it goes through some green pipes. And if you punch the exclamation or the pow block at the right time, it makes the physical actual shell go up through the pipe and knock one of the, uh, it's one of the red shell flying turtle guys. <laughs> if you knock <laughs> red him. Red shell flying turtle guys. Yeah. I, you know, Koopa Troopas, whatever they're called. Then you unlock a key. There's a couple of other games like that. If you collect three keys, then you get to go visit Bowser Jr.'s tower. And they've got a very special game in there where you have to work with a bunch of other people to defeat Bowser Jr. to save the golden mushroom. But then the cool thing about these games is after you've beat them once, you can go back and replay them because it moves you up to the next difficulty level. Yes. You start off easy, and then the next time you play it, it bumps you up to medium and then hard. So the game's totally replayable. Those games get really big when the land's packed, but towards the end of the evening, things slow down, and it's a little bit easier. 
they get chance to play them. So that's a pro tip. There's four games in total. Two of them you can play solo. Two of them kind of team effort games, but there's always people playing. So you always have a team to play with. Are the teams like Team Mario or Team Toad or whatever? Or your team is like your family? The team is just like, there's like, they let a certain number of people in to play it. Oh, I got so you. it could be your family or it could just be the 10 other people that are in the game area. Gotcha. I love that they made the whole land, of course, into a game. Oh, yeah, it's great. And there's areas. So some of the achievements you can do is punch every single question mark block in the land. And some of those you have to go hunting for because there's hidden staircase that goes up top somewhere. and There's hidden question mark blocks that you can't see from the ground in the land that you have to find and stuff like that. So you really want to poke your head in every single corner of the land to try to find all of the stuff to do. Is there any shopping opportunities? Of course there's uh-huh. shopping opportunities. <laughs> there's there's the One Up Factory, which is the main shop, and it is full of Nintendo Mario merch, including a bunch of Mario Kart stuff that's exclusive to the land because of the attraction. And obviously, because it's a theme park, that store is actually the exit. Of course to it is. Ah, yes. The attraction, which is Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. And this thing is amazing. So first off, again, the queue is like an attraction in itself. It's like a it's a museum of all things Mario Kart. Like how the queue for Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland is a oh, Mickey Mouse yeah. museum. Yes, that, I love that queue. It's so cool. Yeah. This queue is just like that. You're walking through Bowser's Castle and there's a giant statue of Bowser. And you see all of the cups for the different circuit races uh-huh. that you do in Mario Kart. And then you see the factory where. Bowser and his kids make the bob bombs and the bullet oh. Oh, cool. bullet bills or whatever. <laughs> and piranha, there's a piranha plant spot. So you go through all of that and then you go through, there's a really cool room where they've got like the lockers for each of the racers. So they've got Luigi, Mario, Peach, Toad, Yoshi. They've got like their racing uniforms hanging up in their locker with their helmet and their gear. There's videos all over the place playing with super nostalgic screens from every version of Mario Kart that there's ever been. You go in and you collect this kind of goofy looking hat. Uh, yes. It looks like Mario's hat. But it's got, tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's tiny, but it's one size fit all. It's got one of those kind of dial adjustable. It's like a hard hat. Oh, uh, yeah. Where you've got the dial that you can adjust on the back to fit your head, mm-hmm. but it does look like a tiny little version of his hat perched on top of your adult-sized dome, and that's going to hold your super amazing augmented reality goggles that you get once you finally get into the car. The cars look like a cart from Mario oh, Kart. You cool. sit down and you pick up these. How many people like a, in a cart? Four. Four people ride in each cart, but each person is controlling the game and it's a toy story midway mania where everybody's uh, playing and then you your scores get compared so the people in your for the four people okay. in your cart that makes sense. yeah so you're going to put on this visor that magnetically attaches to your mario hat and that displays <laughs> some extra hidden stuff in front of you okay you'll see a co- account of how many coins you've collected and how many shells you have ready for throwing. 
Oh, first pro tip. If you've got your power band, which you should, tap it to your steering wheel before the ride starts and it gives you bonus coins. Oh, uh. good tip. And then the game tracks where you're looking around in the area and there will be enemies displayed on your visor and you use some buttons on your steering wheel and you look at the enemy you want to shoot at and you, you hit the button to shoot shells at them. Uh. And it like, you have to lock on because it actually tracks where you're looking at to aim your shells because there's stuff going on all over the place. It's all the first ride through. I didn't do very well because it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. Because also not only do you have to be looking around and shooting, but you also have to steer the, your goggles give you prompts of which direction and when to steer your cart so that you start to drift like how in Mario Kart you drift around the corners. It gives you a speed boost and it also gives you bonus coins for your score if you follow the steering oh. directions properly. One has a steering wheel, all four. Each person's got a steering wheel and is shooting their own shells and playing the game together. Wow. So, but it's not yeah. virtual, it's augmented reality. So you're on it's a track aug- where physical things are happening. Yeah. And see, that's the cool part. You're going through a track like a dark ride, there's physical characters from. The wow. games there's physical set pieces from the different tracks plus the screen there's screens and then on your augmented reality visor it's displaying the enemies some of them are bowser's kids and some of them are just like the different enemies you might see in each of the worlds so the race starts you start driving and you go through i think it's 10 or 11 tracks from the various Mario Kart games. So you get like a little section of each of those so tracks. Rainbow and, Bridge. Rainbow Road. Oh yeah, you oh. finish on Rainbow Road and it is crazy. It, it, uh, that's where you're just going full out blasting Bowser with all of your shells and collecting points. Mm. But yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's amazing. It I'm sounds really like an incredible ride. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Mario that's Kart where 64 was my ultimate jam for many years. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, and that's where Kendra got teared up was in this game. It's just, it, like I said, it's overwhelming. She it's Mario is a Mario everywhere. Kart it's, shark. Oh, yeah. She's so good. She's I used to be really good at it. Good. Now I'm elderly. I can't play anything. But <laughs> I used to be good. Yeah. You get to the end of the ride. It shows you who in your car gave you got the most coins, and then that updates to your app, and you can unlock stickers based on how well you did and if you hit certain targets and stuff but it's definitely totally re- replayable again because if you're lucky enough to be able to get on the ride more than once because the wait times are pretty long I, still oh i can imagine probably uh, wait will. times were you seeing i was there on an unusual day because of the wind and the rain later in the evening river <laughs> later in the evening. river wasn't that a van morrison album yes <laughs> yeah so when I was there, the worst I saw was maybe 80 minutes, and I saw it down to as low as it said 20 minutes, which was really just a walk-on, but that's not usual. People no, are that's still seeing two to two and a half hour, even up to 180-minute waits. So your pro tip is to go when there's a monsoon. <laughs> go there late in the evening. Also, you can purchase an early access pass mm-hmm. for the ride or your key to the world travel planner can add that on to your ticket purchase ahead of time. It's 20 to $25 depending on the day that you visit. And what this does 
it gets you into just Super Nintendo World a full hour before the park opens. Oh, that's killer. Yes, because they really limit very strictly how many of these passes they sell. There's just a couple of hundred people in the land with you for an hour. When Kendra went a few weeks ago, they got in. So that means park opens at nine. You get in at 8 a.m. They went in. They walked on to Mario Kart ride. They got off. They went and purchased power bands, got back on the Mario Kart ride, walked onto it a second time. Wow. And then got into the restaurant and ordered breakfast before before the general admission. Well, that's that's excellent. That's fully worth that money. Yeah, for twenty to twenty five bucks a person, totally worth it. There's no express pass on that one. No, there's not currently express pass. There's one way that you can get access to it is if you do the VIP experience at Universal, that will get you one express line ride onto the onto the attraction and we can so yeah the vip tour gives you some other perks around the park it gives you an expanded backlock studio tour you get a meal with it and you get express pass for the entire day that you book it and that's the only way you get express for so if you really wanted multiple rides you could do the early access and a vip tour and you'd probably get to ride it at least three times Cool. Yes, that would be the way to go. And in the VIP you tour, can join their secret club called Club Sixty Nine that they have at Universal. <laughs> yeah, they've got they got killer meals. Yeah, there. all seafood. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but we will talk a little bit more about that VIP tour actually next week when we talk about the rest of Universal Studios Hollywood. But it's a pretty great deal. If you can afford that upgrade to your ticket, I would recommend it. And it's going to be a minute before we have Super Mario World in 2025. Orlando. Yeah. So if you're going to have three rides yeah. in the one in Orlando. Yep. If that's you're a super say. fan, though, it's time to, the time is now to go check it out in Hollywood. That's right. And there's, there's some really cool things about Universal Studios Hollywood that I would say definitely make it worth a trip. <laughs> What's the food like? In the restaurant there, is it typical theme park food or is there some cool Mario stuff? It is all cool Mario stuff. Oh, Unfortunately, cool. I didn't get to try it when Kendra <laughs> was there. When Kendra was there earlier, they did get into Toadstool Cafe. So here's the thing about Toadstool Cafe. Everybody wants to eat. Of course. There. It is some of the, is some of the coolest theme parks food I've ever seen. But space is limited. It's a quick service restaurant with seating inside. They have a walk-up, we'll call it a standby line. You can line up to try to get in, but they prioritize people who do the a virtual walk-up line queue, kind of okay. a virtual queue. Virtual basically. queue, yeah. To get in the virtual queue, you have to get into Super Nintendo World. And there's a QR code on the sign outside the restaurant that you scan, and that allows you to sign up for the virtual line. And then they'll tell you when to come back. It could be half an hour it could be six hours later in that evening or something right depends on where you are in the line i know that line is filling up they're selling out the virtual queue before lunch wow currently because everybody wants to eat there it's cute the food is amazing and it is all highly themed so like 
from the burgers, you can get a Mario burger or a Luigi burger. The Luigi burger has a mustache Mario. on the bun. <laughs> they both have the proper mustache burned into the bun there. There's And then there's their little, their little hat on top of it. Yeah, yeah. They got the little hat. They've got, there's a fire flower. It's all so Japanese. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's very cute Japanese. There's the fire flower spaghetti and meatballs that's got the little fire flower. That's what Kendra and Wyatt had for breakfast. They said (laughs) it was really great. There's also that Bowser's Challenge meatball, which is apparently a very spicy meatball and also a very large meatball. I really like. I can relate. Um, I really like the looks of. There's a caprese salad. That's I was just the, uh, looking at piranha that. Piranha plant. So cute. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. They had the. Is it? There's a mushroom soup. It looks like the mushroom soup is really good. Yeah, cool. There's a little bowl that's served in. is amazing. Yeah, it's a the red and white mushroom bowl, and you take the mushroom cap oh, off. So and cute. Inside is the mushroom soup with little mushroom things What's, floating yep. in it. The desserts are super cool. The there's the uh, what's the name of it? Is the tiramisu? Is what Kendra and Wyatt had. She said that was phenomenal, and it looks like a little one-up, one-up block. Yeah, there's with, a little uh, block. The, the star like, coming out. Like, oh, the whole little cafe is yeah. so cute. It looks like the little red and white. Yeah. So it's, oh gosh, this whole area all looks so looks amazing. Super yeah. cute. And then the walls, all the windows, and. The ceiling, the sky, skylights in the ceiling, they're all video screens, like Space 220. And so oh, cool. they're playing scenes from the Mushroom Kingdom and toadstools, toad characters are running by and different characters come by and weather changes and all that kind of stuff happens while you're eating. Really hoping that they would go full Japanese on the actual food because Japanese theme park food is so cute. Yeah, it, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah, of getting it really looks close all there. looks great, and it looks yeah, like still just with stuff. American slob yeah. tastes, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. with the mustaches on them. I want a burger with a mustache. Hats. The burger is cool. They've got short ribs on the menu. I there. saw that it has a little guy on top of it, and cute, yeah, cute desserts. So, yeah. So the food looks really great there, and that's the only food they have inside the land. They also have a Super Nintendo World snack cart. Outside the land, it's right, right in between that land and where the Jurassic World ride is. Out there is where they have the Mario Kart popcorn buckets and the One Up Star popcorn buckets that have taken the world by storm. They also have various fruit flavored cream sodas that are themed to different characters. Mm -hmm. It's funny that they went for popcorn buckets after all of the time that their social media account spends making fun of. Walt Disney World's and Disneyland's popcorn buckets. I know. They they know where Disney's making money. Yeah. Because they also, they caught on to that spirit jersey. Yes. Also. They've got like a one up, a one up sipper is a little green mushroom. And then the popcorn buckets are stars or the little red mushrooms. Cute. It's all very cute. You can get those outside the land. But the Toadstool Cafe is the only option for food. I like that the sodas have, there's a Princess Peach soda with a crown, and then the Mario and Luigi sodas have mustaches on the straw. (laughs) On the straw. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is super, super Instagrammable. Yeah. It's like everything there is a photo op. 
They were really smart and clever. So they're the Mario brothers. Is it Mario Mario and Luigi Mario? <laughs> of course. Is that their names? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course. Never really thought about that. Luigi Mario. <laughs> Are they the Super Mario brothers? Would it be Mario Super Mario oh, and Luigi Super <laughs> Mario? Luigi Super, Super Mario. Mario, yes. <laughs> I thought they were the Mario brothers who were. That could be. It's hard. Who knows? There's yeah. no way of knowing, really. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I was trying to think of, like, helpful hints for the land. And well, how, first off. How much time would you think you'd need to be there, realistically? If you're bringing, like, a, your young, I don't know, Wyatt Sage kid, your Wyatt Sage, like, super fan. How long yeah. to see everything and do all the games? Do you need a half a day or a couple hours? Given, given the way the lines are currently for the games, I would say three to four hours to mm-hmm. play the games, eat Bowser Jr., do Mario Kart once, hopefully eat a Toadstool Cafe. It could easily be nearly a half a day nice. if you really want to get crazy. But the good news is that. The rest of the park there, especially if you have Express Pass, is about a half day or a little bit more of a park. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And we can talk about that more later. That doesn't mean it's not worth visiting because there is some really cool stuff to see there. It's just, it's a lot smaller than what you're used to thinking of with the theme parks. So it's just not as much to have to fit into a day. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'd say... Easy three, four hours at least you could do Super Nintendo World if you really want to do everything. Oh, I forgot to mention, because I didn't see them because the weather, they weren't out there. They have character meet and greets there. You can meet Peach, Mario, and Luigi, and their heads are, their faces are animated, and they talk to you. What? Wow. Yeah. Luigi Super Mario will talk to me? Wow. Yes, Luigi Super Mario will talk to you, and... You tap into the to the character meet and greet with your power band because you can get credit in your sticker journal book for visiting characters and they get information off of your power band. So apparently if it's your birthday, Mario will wish you a happy birthday. Oh, cool. If you if you got first place in your cart in the Mario Kart ride and then go meet Luigi, Luigi will congratulate you on doing so well in your race. Stuff like That's that. That's cool. So that's definitely something you'll want to see there. Those are cool. I like a character meet and greet. I don't care that I'm 52 years old. I still like it. <laughs> Target audience. I don't make a big um, deal over it. Like, I don't cry and act like it's all real and stuff. But I love the pictures. Yeah, it's fun. And I want to see what Talking Mario Yeah, absolutely. Like. That sounds fun. Sounds yeah, so just that's, like uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, <laughs> yes. no, that'll make people lose their minds. <laughs> Noted Italian American Christopher Pratt. Yes. <laughs> yes. Christopher Tiberius Pratt. That's right. So helpful hints. Play with everything. Try that looks like a brick or a set of binoculars or whatever. See if your power band will interact with you. Get that early access pass if it's available. 20 to $25. Get you in early so that you can experience it. Uh, and then you can come back later in the day if you want to play around in the land some more. Oh, buy Universal Express because you're going to want it for the rest of the park anyway, and that will give you a guaranteed entry into the land. Right now, on super busy days, they are limiting access 
into Super Nintendo World, so you have to get in a virtual queue to get oh. a return time Just for when you can in get there. in there. Okay. Yeah. If you buy Universal Express, you get a guaranteed entry into the link. If you just That's go up, walk up and use a kiosk to try to get in, you might not if the queues already sold already full. VIP tours get you in there for sure, too. Yes, VIP tour works the same way, plus, it gets you the express pass onto the Bowser's Challenge attraction. Stay late or go back to the land later in the evening, hour and a half before closing. The locals leave early. And the crowds thin out and everything looks better at night in a theme park when it's all lit Mm -hmm, up anyway. And you'll probably have an easier time being able to do the games and some of the things that the lines are on. That was my other one. It's a good tip. Other tip. It's good all of the theme parks. If you can be there at night, it's always better. It's cooler. It looks cooler. Crowds are less. Yeah. Tron at Walt Disney World so much cooler at night it's a great ride any time of day but at night it's just a little bit extra cool yeah when it's lit up of course it's going to be and that's the cool thing too when you're leaving the land and you get up those escalators you can look and see it all colors it just looks amazing oh cool oh so that's my experience at Super Nintendo World sounds fun I want to go take me to there you got it it's a ton of fun the best way to get there be to talk to your key to the world travel planner, which means I'm going to say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to visit Super Nintendo World for yourself or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has Princess Peach's Castle full of expert travel planners. They're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, y'all. Bye. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe, or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.